Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. The perfect music to get us going here on Tee to Green. It's Masters Week. We're excited. Good morning from East Aurora Country Club. It is Tee to Green. Double the fun this week. Very good. I was waiting. For, I was hoping you were going to do that, Kevin. Can't do it as good. And neither can um, the impressionist from Ireland. He tried to do Jim Nance. He's great with the golfers. Nance needed some work. But it's Jim Nance. I mean, that's... That's tough to do. You can't do Jim Nance. That's right. It is Masters Week, and uh, we have two hours this week. We're excited. And uh, Jeff and I got here, I think, at 4 a.m. We were so excited about Masters right Week. Right after we ran stairs, right, Brian? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. You guys did something. I walk <laughs> in, you got like, usually... Yeah, oh, it's early. You guys are like, hey, how's it going? Like you had went for pancakes before, didn't invite me. That's fine. It didn't take as long as we thought to get out here, and that's all. That's yeah, right. right. Yeah. But anyway, we're here at East Aurora Country Club, beautiful East Aurora Country Club. The sun is out somewhat. It's bright. The, uh, the guys are out mowing already. Yep, looking going. Course is looking great. I just tweeted out a picture if you want to check it out at Brian WGR. Uh, but, yes, it is Masters Week. We're excited. Uh, I know that if you're a golfer and you're up here listening to our show, you've been excited to watch Masters Week. And uh, we're happy to be with you here for double the time this week here on WGR. And also on our Tee to Green Facebook page, hello to everybody watching there. So you can check us out there as well. I will question uh, if, if, they, to do it. if they have two hours to watch us on Facebook. Um, they may need to uh, <laughs> get a hobby. <laughs> no, they're just excited for, for golf later today. This yeah. is their pregame show. Well, they can watch it later. That's that's a nice thing. If you miss any part of the show, uh, we put it on Facebook Live. You can go back and watch it later. So that's, that's right. part of the reason why we do it, and there's some folks that um, check it out on Facebook. That's right. So. Two minutes after 7 here, I'm Brian Colsey along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Medes, our normal crew, Derek Kramer back in our Amherst studios. Uh, we will have lots of news on the Masters and our – of course, Derek's got a lot of sound bites coming up from a lot of the leaders. We'll hear from Tiger. We'll hear from Brooks Kepka. We'll hear from some of the others that are contending this week. Our normal features, as always, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. That's coming your way. Batavia Downs Majors Challenge. We've got a record number of entries this week. A ton of people took Rory McIlroy in that. Ooh. So that might have not have worked out as well for them. My he, suggestion didn't work out well either. With um, Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Yeah, well, they're n he didn't make the cut. They're getting $0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll have our Absolute Care Champions report coming up here along the way uh, and our, uh, our normal information along here as uh, we get you going. Another giveaway, too, for our Tee to Green Club members. Yes, uh, a major giveaway on, on a major week. Um, the Hook and Gaff Watch Company. I'm representing today. Um, you got the watch and I, the hat. Yeah, there you go. So You left my watch at home, I think. I, sorry. Yeah, I mine too. I, I bring, bring that next week for yeah, us. Had to go to Orlando to get these. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, one of our lucky club members, we've we've got all, all the names. So you were talking about calculating the entries, the majors challenge, and the yeah. time consuming. Let me tell you, um, I, I should have printed uh, the list out of our members in bigger print. So when I had to cut them with scissors to enter in our – we actually have an entry box there for the random draw. That's how – I mean, we're legit here. You're going to have to read them, too. Those That font is way too small. For yes, well, that's what I'm yes. saying. There were small <laughs> strips, and I realized – I'm like, I email address and name on there. I, if i just done the names, I could have had it done in five minutes. But uh, going across the line – anyhow. That's right. We've got we've got all our members over there in the TD Green uh, raffle box, and one lucky member is going to win the Hook and Gaff Golf Watch 
and the watch by so the bezel's on the opposite side, right? So it's more right-handed, right. so it doesn't into your wrist. I I, I played uh, actually yesterday. Weird. With it. I know, right? Yeah, you played? Yeah. I know. Well, it was, it was nice. I had to do it. So, anyways, <laughs> um, your information will be sent to uh, Michael, who is the CEO of Hook and Gaff, and he will send it to you directly. So that's great. That's how it's all going to work. So we're here at East Aurora Country Club, and with that, we introduce the uh, fourth man of our roundtable here this morning, PGA Pro David Jones from East Aurora. We always look forward to talking with David. David, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for uh, rolling out the red carpet for us, as you always do. You ready for uh, some Masters talk here? We absolutely are. Is there a better time of the year? No, it's great. You guys are getting ready. The course looks great already here. For, you know, we have come here. Normally, we, we, make, uh, we make two annual visits to East Aurora every year on Tee to Green. We're always back later in the summer for the International Junior Masters, which we'll talk about. We, we love that event. It's a great event. But we always usually come at some point during April. Some weeks we've come here. It's been... Beautiful. Some weeks we've come here and uh, you've been shoveling a path for us to get in. But this year, looks like we're we're in good shape here. The golf course looks great. It, it's fantastic. That's one of our, our claims to fame. Is we, we always open up real well. We yeah. drain something with the topography or the soil. Uh, Drew Thompson and his team, amazing at their craft. So we're always a week or two ahead of, of our neighboring golf clubs from a, from a conditioning standpoint. We were able to get carts out last week um, with no restrictions. So... Yeah, we're we're excited. It's um anytime you're playing golf and before the Masters is over, it's a it's a win in upstate New York. Absolutely. Yeah, Our, already got carts out. Yeah, that's impressive. Yes. Yep. That is great. Yeah, we uh we were here for International Junior Masters Week, and that of course will be coming back right another year. Another year. Uh, it's it's a uh, not going to go away for the foreseeable future. It's <laughs> been here sixty plus years, so uh, we're we're really looking forward to uh, to to assembling that field. It's come in uh, nicely. We've got some really strong players from. Gosh, from as far as India this year, um, oh. I think that's going to be oh, one of our, our farthest travelers. We've got uh, good representation from Canada always, oh, uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania. So, again, um, strong field. We're really looking forward to uh, to putting on a show for them. Kevin, we were talking last year when we were here how great that some of the local events have kind of all worked together now. Um, we, we've done our show at the International Junior Masters. We, of course, are at the Porter Cup in Niagara Falls. Uh, last year we were down at the the web.com event uh, at Peak and Peak, and now they all have a connection in terms of trying to, you know, everybody that's playing in this event has a goal to m maybe make the PGA Tour someday, and now they're kind of all connected. I now. think it'd be great to see a run this year of the yeah. winner of the International Junior Masters goes to the Porter Cup, wins the Porter Cup, and then what will be following year yeah. would get, uh, although they're, you know, but there get is an exemption into the web.com tour event. Um, the LECOM. Yeah. There is a pathway, though, now, right there's to the PGA a pathway. Tour, there's right? There's a pathway, yes. Because if you win the IGM, that gets you into the Porter Cup. You win the Porter Cup, that gets you into the LECOM Well, I hope that continues events. with the, with the, well, and then you the win LECOM event. So yeah. You and got that, status on the LECOM. And then yeah. if you yeah. win there, it gets you into the PGA Tour. So it's you're three wins away. They're three wins away. It's a great ladder. And we yeah. could actually stretch it a fourth because last year, as you know, we introduced the PGA Junior League to come out here on our Tuesday, our open afternoon, to play their match. That's right. To see how the uh, the older kids do. So hopefully that invigorates them to want to uh, continue down the path, and we'll see them in the future in the IJM. So really there's a fourth rung to that ladder starting at age eight. Yeah. No, we we did our show in front of that junior PGA event that last year, but I, I want to on air compliment you and your staff for what you guys did with that. That was really cool to see that, to have – I mean, to have – Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen-year-olds out there playing, and I, I just thought it was cool because I mean, I, your son was out there, my son was too, but they're putting right next to the guys that were playing in the IGM, and they were so nice, letting the little guys putt with them. And I mean, I, I thought that was really cool. They're right, right out there on the same practice green. It is, you know, when you start something, you always have a vision. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's it's better than you anticipate. Sometimes it's not. This one was far better than we anticipated. We had forty kids from from. Our five sister clubs in the south in our division. We had some first tee participants. We set up a separate scoring area for them so they got to feel what it was like. We had two kids in a scramble format shoot one under par. Wow. Eight, that's eight awesome. to ten years old. That's, that's impressive. You know what? Well, one of them is Brian. He put on his son's extra jersey. That's right. And like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy boy out there playing. <laughs> Shh, don't tell me. And trying to sneak into the event that, there, Brian. That's the spirit. That's what they're like. Well, I was, yeah. I, we, exactly. we talked about that path. I'm like, if I can just get these pesky juniors out of the way, I can get right on it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. I saw that guy in the drive-trip and putt, too. This is Roger. He's 12. 
<laughs> shaved this morning. A little, he drove a, himself here. A little tall for his age, but yeah, yeah that's smoking right. a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's right. Hey, how about that drive, chip and putt though, Jeff? You always say that's it's must see TV for you. Yeah, that was, that was fun. It's the coolest. Yeah, if you don't get a little a uh, little warm in your eyelids there when you watch some of that. It's pretty cool. Those kids get to do that. Uh, it's great TV. You hear their stories and just how they go back. They're all high-fiving each other. Their kid chips in. How cool is that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they get in slow motion. He's like, yes. Yeah, and there's, you know, it's just that you made it there. You know, it doesn't matter. It just that day. Those chips look like they're hard. I, it's, it's tight grass. That's that's the master's green. It's a tight lie right there. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the greens are quick, so those are tough chips. And, uh, you know, I can't imagine how much fun it must be. And I'm the, it's a it's a must stop by now for all the tour players too because you just want to be part of it, even if you're not. Yeah, if you're there, you want to be part of watching that for sure. And we saw Sergio was around, Patrick Reed was around, Bubba was around the whole time. It seems like Bubba Watson was there too, and they were there Saturday too for that mm-hmm. final round of the women's amateur. Kevin, we talked about that last week. Cindy Miller was on with us, and uh, now the, the Masters is really shaping up almost into. Two weeks worth of good stuff. Yeah, you know what was cool about the women's amateur, the fit, the the back nine finish, right? Yeah, uh, was incredible. And then the, they they followed up on today's show, right? I mean, it, it wasn't just like okay, great, you know. It was like hey, this was a big deal. And they kind of made all the stops that the Masters champion does, that, that's, right? Yes. The Today Show, the late night shows, all Be- that. Better stuff. said, that was yeah. that was great. So, and the yeah. Masters well. is using it as part of their highlight package too. So when they're when you know they do such a great job in the production of that that TV show for the Masters, and they're showing the women, and they're yes. showing you know they're making that part of Masters Week, and I think that's great. I know some people wish that they had a, a women's professional event. There's already five majors for the women, and it's the nicest women's amateur event there was. And the Masters was founded, you know, on a premise that there's going to be amateurs playing in that all the time. So it's great to have the amateur golf around that was Bobby Jones' vision for that golf course and, and bring the women in. I think that was one of the coolest things they've done. They're doing a lot for golf, Masters. Yeah. They're taking their brand, and they're using it to help promote golf in the right ways. It's it's really, really cool. David, did you get a chance to see some of the, the women's event at you all? Know, it was the first week we were open, so I saw yeah. I saw the highlights at the end. So we were, again, as we know, in, in April, we're short-staffed and, and uh, when we're not ready to open. So I didn't see as much as I would have liked to have seen. Um, but as a father of, of two daughters, uh, I can't think of anything better for the game of golf. Uh, to, to Jeff's point, what a great two weeks. You get the kids, you get the, the female representation, and then you, you, you cap it with, gosh, what's shaping up to be wow. right. historic. That, the fir- right? I so, mean, we're sitting here Saturday morning, and what David's referring to as historic. This leaderboard, I, you know, oh. I, 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 the number one player in the world didn't make the cut. Okay, Sergio didn't make the cut. Danny Willett, uh, who set himself back in the ranks, didn't make the cut in talking about previous champions, uh, recent champions. But we don't – I mean, I don't want to say we don't need that, but, wow, look at the top of that leaderboard. They're like they're this, uh, the saying I heard yesterday. They're 10 wide going around the second turn. It's, it was a horse race. It's just insane. Yeah, there's it, only it one, great, pl- yeah, great one plow horse there that nobody heard of, Harding, right? Yeah. But everybody, like, everybody else, you're just like – Oh, my God. Everybody's a two-to-one odds favorite now, it oh. seems, right? So, it's what, seven tied for the lead? Yeah. It's um, five-way tie. Molinari, Day, Kepka, Scott, and Ustazen are all at minus seven. Uh, then you've got DJ, Harding, Shoffley, and Woods at minus six. Palter and Rahm at five. And then a big group at four, including Mickelson in there, too. Uh, it should be great. One thing on Harding, for, it's probably the one golfer maybe in the top ten that people may not know about. Yeah, people are like, is he an amateur? Yeah. He's 33. He's South African player. He looks 10. He's played all yeah. over the world. Uh, last year, this week, he missed the cut at the Zambian Open in Zambia. Or the Zambian Masters, I should say, in Zambia. So he and I have that in common. Yeah. That's right. And <laughs> now he's now he is one off the lead yeah. at, at the Masters. At it's, the Masters, I should say. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling that pressure is going to start to tighten that uh, – but how is, cool, who, how cool for him though that oh, he is awesome. to get in there with that group, David. This leaderboard: Molinari, Day, Kepka, Scott, who stays in DJ, Shoffley, Woods, Falter, Rahm. I mean, it just it's setting up for a tremendous weekend here of golf, and pretty much anybody that you could be a fan of. You're rooting for the young guys, the old guys, the past champs, uh, a guy looking for his first major. The hottest players in the world over the last year, maybe you'd probably throw Kepka and Molinari in that group. I mean, they're all here right now. What's surprising to me is that the we, we still don't talk about Kepka going into the majors as much as we should. Yeah. Who, who's I performed did. better? Yeah. Well, Mr. Meadis, our suits there. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I have a man crush on him. Do you? Great <laughs> teeth. 
when yeah. you're on uh, similar workout <laughs> regimens. <Yeah. laughs> when you're <laughs> that's funny. But when you're on, you know, when you're when you're getting when you're gearing up and you listen to all the prognostication of what's going to take place, you don't hear Kepka and nobody's played better. Nobody's played close to as good as he has in the last six eight majors. So. But he wasn't doing much coming in, you know. It, it, yeah, but he seems to turn it on. For he the seems, yeah, he yeah, does, yeah. He has, he's got the the secret to to preparation somehow that um, he's figured it out. Whether it's his it's just his overall demeanor, he doesn't get nervous. Um, you know, he had a great answer yesterday when they were asking him post round, "What do you, what are you going to do? What are you thinking about for tomorrow?" Nothing. Yeah, yeah. He was able to shut it off, and I think that probably. We go out and play that way. You go right? out and play that way. Yeah, you right, don't have yeah. expectations. You don't have a, you know, if you're, hey, I'm just going to play as hard as I can, the best I can all day, and we'll see what happens. If you go out there trying to shoot a number, sometimes you're putting pressure on yourself. You make a bogey early. Well, that number seems far away. But, yeah, I think that was a great answer. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. Most have said, too, but they always say, well, I want to get off to a good start. And, you know, of course, who doesn't? But, I mean, look at him yesterday. He goes birdie, double bogey, birdie. So, I mean, in terms of his reaction to starting a round – I mean, he obviously went from a high to a big low, back to a high. So yep. he seems to be mentally strong. I mean, we know he's physically strong, but he's mentally strong too. S- stronger than the rest, and he's yeah. shown that. Um, and we all we all talk about golf and how the physical and the mental, what's more important? I don't know as we've ever been able to decipher which is more important. I think we're finding with him that you had to have a little bit of both to be successful in the majors, or a lot of both. Yeah, he. it's a great point about, you know, we we don't talk about him. I think the reason why, because he's only, I say only, right? He's, he's won three majors here. Very In his recently. last six attempts at a major. That's amazing. Prior to that, how yeah. many times has he won, Brian? Not much, right? One. One. Just one, one regular time. PGA Tour event. Right. right. Those yeah. are boring. Yeah. Just win the well, yeah. <laughs> but it, so I, I say he's only won once. It's hard to win any week on the PGA Tour. But I think that's a big reason why. I mean, and we look at Justin Rose, who's number one in the world. He has 12. 12 victories, and, and that, that includes the U.S. Open, right? So there's a – there's and he's won a FedEx Cup uh, recently. He won the gold medal. I mean, we, we talk about those uh, – Sergio, you look at all – you know, he's double digits in wins. All the players we, we talk about – But Rose has Jordan, one last major. He's got two versus Kepka's three. Correct. You're right. So – But Rose's resume, as you just spelled out – Oh, it's better. He's got we a better resume, right? Yeah. Like, you, you look at Brooks Kepka. We're having this debate um, – it was the players at dinner at the Players uh, Championship. We were like, well, Brooks Kepka, you know, if it ended today, would he be in the Hall of Fame? And I'm like, God, he's won three majors. I like, yeah, but he's only got one. Yeah, so the, the consensus was, well, no, because he – right right now he's just in the middle of a hot streak, you know. But I'm like, his hot streak is, hey, I'm going to go play a major great, and then the rest I'm like, eh, I'm gonna sh-. it's not that he's not trying, but there's just something that clicks in for him with the majors. What's he, 28 years old? I yeah. think he's sub thirty. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got a, he's got a long career. I, I've heard him multiple times say that he prepares for these majors different than he does for the regular PGA Tour events. But he's also his, he's criticized himself by saying I've got to try to prepare better for the regular. You know, we call these regular events, but for just an event each week, he says he I I go extra you know extra preparation. I get ready for these majors. And he's like I, I feel like I need to do that even just for some of these regular PGA Tour events, and he's. In some way, criticized himself. Well, he's he, he and, and Dustin Johnson are close, even still. You know, despite yeah. uh, the talk about a fight over at the Ryder Cup, right? Yeah. Matter of fact, he was. You know, he's become more outspoken this year. Brooks Kepka. He's a good Twitter follow. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a good Twitter follow, and his interviews are great now. Like when he talked about Patrick Reed and all this criticism at the Ryder Cup. He's the only player. I said, hold on, that's not true. We went over and played practice rounds. Like, you know, guy, there's a story that Justin Thomas was the only player who played a practice round. He's like, that is, that's false. It's like, we all took trips over there. I went with five guys we played together. Like, he's like, it, so we played, we practiced. So he's kind of saying, that's his hogwash. Right. I'll play with Patrick Reed. So anyway, he's kind of trying to separate himself a little bit. But he and Dustin Johnson are, are close friends. You look at Dustin Johnson, you can't tell a difference with DJ from a, from the um, – uh, Tory Pines, you know, Farmers Insurance Open um, to the uh, Masters, right? Same demeanor the entire way. Kepka's admitting it's a little different for him. I think it does need to be a little different. It's a major. Well, that's how Nicholas right. approached it. Yeah. Yeah. It Tiger, needs Tiger approached it. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, once you play for a while, you know, those are more important to you. And, yes. Um, yeah, they do try to peak at certain times. There are things you can do in your game to try to peak at a, at a certain time. It's not easy, you know, because you're trying to work on one thing and something else falls apart on you. But, um but he's uh he's 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 fun to watch and he's been really really good for golf and uh, just watching him blast 
driver. Have you covered him in person? At yes. The, oh. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's crazy. Is it? I try not to get too close because then I feel worse about myself. <laughs> I mean, the guy's you know built like an Adonis. His shaft, uh, the golf there. shaft, must be. Oh. 200 grams or something. I don't know how it controls that kind of torque. Well, here's an interesting thing. So, remember, he was a Nike player, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he still is um, as far as apparel. Know, apparel. Yeah. He, I want to say this was, we were at the, the Boston tournament, the playoff event. This was three years ago, maybe maybe four. And he was staying at the same hotel where you're staying at. So, he wasn't really big time yet. <laughs> so if you stay in the same hotel I'm staying at. But <laughs> anyway, um, his caddy was out front with his, with his bags. His bag, they're ready to go to the golf course, and we were waiting for our car to be pulled around, too. And I'm just looking at the clubs. I'm like, he's still playing the Nike clubs. This was right after Nike announced um, they were out of club manufacturing. He's like, yeah, I can't can't talk him out of changing. He mm-hmm. still still likes uh, these clubs. Matter of fact, they sent us extra ones, like the overruns, just so he could replace them. Not, now he's changed uh, golf clubs, which many players actually have here uh, in recent years. But um, just – Kind of hanging on to old things. Well, they're comfortable, uh, and he's but but I, I I think it coincided. The equipment change coincided with his success, hmm. um, because it was right after that where he started becoming a factor in the majors, and then so I think this was only three years ago. Frankly, he's still. I, I it was so notable that he still had Nike clubs in the bag. It was probably a year after Nike. What was that? Four years ago, David. Well, about four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this would have been three years ago. He was still using. Uh, the Nike Golf Clubs. Yep. 721 here on Tee to Green, our two-hours edition for Masters Week. We're live at East Aurora Country Club. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, and the PGA Pro here at East Aurora, David Jones, with us. And while David is with us, it's a good time for us to get to our uh, Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. We'll, of course, get more Masters talk in here, but... With it being Masters Week, you're going to see a lot of putts on fast greens, downhillers, side lies, all that sort of stuff. Maybe similar to some of the putts you might see here at East Aurora, David. So uh, we'll get your and Jeff's thoughts here on how to putt on really fast greens. That's a good. There's a lot here. So yeah. there are. There are a lot here. Uh, again, uh, our team, uh, Drew and, and his squad out there, keep our greens perfect speed. Uh, there's a threshold. At, at, at most golf courses, especially here with some undulation, everybody wants fast greens, but be careful what you ask for. It can really ruin a round of golf for you, or it can, more importantly, ruin a round of golf for the person behind you when you're out there all day. Yeah, let's say you hit it back left on 16 here and the pin's front right. You hit it in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, well, you not only that, but yeah, <laughs> that, that, that putt. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think when you talk about putting to fast, or fast greens and, and how, to, how to navigate them, um, it's really where you leave yourself for for me. Um, coming in is is just as important as where where you, how you're going to putt the green is where you are. So putt to a spot. Really, and when we're when we're teaching this, you know, figure out your spot. If it's ten feet in front, putt to that spot. Don't putt to the flag every time. Find a spot that that you can negotiate. Take your medicine. All putts aren't makeable. So when you we you do get to that golf course that has the excessively fast greens. Not every putt's supposed to go in. Um, don't try to make one. Try to try to not three putt when you get to those areas. Um, and again, be careful what you ask for. We hear it all the time, and oh boy, I really want to play a golf course with super fast greens, and, and we do have one here. But you can get you can get too fast, um, and I think our our clientele out there needs to understand that we're you shouldn't be Augusta. That that's that that's special. So and they don't keep them that fast all year. They don't. No, they don't. Too much pressure. Too much stress on the greens. Yeah. So so putt to a spot. Uh, you can, you know, use the old ad. You can putt with the toe of your putter. If you have a super fast putt, um, it's all hand, soft grip when you're when you're approaching it. But but pay more attention to your approach to navigate that that fast putt and make it less painful. So don't hit it to the left on top of 16. Air to the right if you can. So again, Kepka said yesterday when when he's playing <laughs> his his interview, all he did was play for his misses, and he went through the whole round and missed it in the right spot every single time. So his up and downs on those excessively fast greens paid off. Yeah, yeah. If you if you set yourself up for uphill putts all day, you're going to have a, a much better day at a place like right. this where you have undulating greens. Um, fast putts are tough. You know, I see uh, people tend to get a little twitchy with the fast putts. Um, choking up a little bit on your putter will deaden that putt too. So if you got a if you got a really fast downhill putt, 
a little shorter, you know, choke up, get down to the end of the grip there and, and shorten that putt up because that'll shorten the lever and it'll soften how it comes off a little bit. Um, I like using the clock, you know, the visualization of a clock. Where's that putt going to go in? When you have these faster putts, they're going to break a little bit more than a, a regular putt would. So I'm always trying to visualize if that putt's going in at 3 o'clock on the, on the dial or, or 5 o'clock or whatever. But those breaking putts, you're always trying to visualize them rolling in. Very seldom do they roll in the front edge of the hole. So you want to visualize them rolling in, choke up a little bit on that club. And just like you said, um, if you stick to your routine, um, maybe an extra cleansing breath before you hit the putt, you know, right. if, you're, if you're feeling a little bit of pressure. Uh, but uh, I like hitting in the center of the blade still, though, because anytime you're hitting a putt, you want to hit a square contact. Sometimes if you have certain putters, a face balance putter, it's okay to hit it off the toe. But if you've got a heel shafted putter or something like that, you hit it off the toe, that putt may not start on line. Um, it might kick a little bit or, or deaden it a little bit too much. So depending on your putter, I'd be careful with that. All I got to do right now is just hammer it right into the center of the, the stick and it will drop. Right. Well, that's why. <laughs> However, yeah. if you miss it, then you got a 50-footer coming back. Yeah, now you keep the now flag. Now you got the uphill again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like a pool player. You know, you're planning your next shot. Right. So plan your shot to be putting uphill as much as you can, and uh, and that will help your score. Well, that's a great point about the misses, too. 15, for just for example, at, at Augusta, um, the miss is long. Right. Right. It's not short. So what it's like, wow, wow, yeah. they missed that. I see all these guys chipping from behind the green. And right. You can miss it right. In the yeah, you can miss there. it right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the miss. Right. That's they're they're playing for I mean they're gonna hit hit the shot um on the on the middle of the green or it's going to be a miss right or miss long. And that's what good players will do. Like they miss shots. The tour players are missing shots, but oh. they typically have a one way miss. Like they'll miss it left or they'll miss it Except right. Except for John Robbs yesterday. Did yeah. you see that? No. He had a shankopotamus. Oh, Ooh. did he? Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, like that uh, shank, I'm not right? laughing at him because I was say, I've no, done it, yeah. it was just it was just like <laughs> can happen to all of us. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. the point, right? Here's one of the top players in the world. <laughs> all right, but good players will typically have a move in their swing. So hey, if I can't miss it left, you know, I know if I if I've I've got OB down the left of a golf hole, I'm going to try to clear a little more aggressively, make sure there there's no way that ball goes left. I have another move in case they can't go right. You know, so you you can miss it, but you just can't miss it in the wrong spot. You know, you hate. You hate when you miss it in the bad spot. So right. when you play a lot and, and the good players, they'll, they'll find a way not to miss it short and left on 15 at Augusta. That's a bad miss. You really yeah, miss it that That's ball. wet. Yeah. How about even just, David, in the, uh, if you got a short one, maybe, maybe it's your second putt on the green, but you still have to aim outside the hole and you know it's quick. I mean, for me, I, f I feel like that's a tough one of should I go inside the hole with more speed out, you know, if I'm reading it that I have to hit it outside the hole, maybe, you know, we're talking a five-footer here maybe, but you know it's quick. So I'll echo Jeff's point on that one. Those are so critical that you hit them square. Yeah. And I'm a, a big believer in don't give the hole away if you don't have to. Uh, make sure that, that you, you – make make sure that you – if you hit it correctly with the right speed that it's going to go in. If you hit it correctly with the right speed and you play outside the hole, then you've counter counterintuitive to what you want to do. You want to make the putt. So I always try to, to teach my students – be a little bit more aggressive on those putts. Right. Try not to give the hole away if you don't have to, um, and I think you're going to find more success. Don't you think the pin in will help with those now? Don't you think it's an advantage right now to try to make a, a fast downhiller with uh, with the pin in? I absolutely do. Yeah. I absolutely do. I hope it takes. I hope it takes off with uh, with local golf, amateur golf. I hope uh, just for just for that pace of play. I think that um, it's going to be a big a big savings for for golf courses moving around on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Those ones that just graze the pin, they're going to kick down they're into the hole. They're going to kick down in now, yeah. right? Yeah, so I, I would be keeping those pins Depends in. Depends on the those. pace. That was true. true. If you hit it a little harder and you graze the side of the thing, it's not going down. What's more important in a putt every time you hit it? Is it pace or line? I think pace. It's always pace. Always yes. pace. It's always pace. Yeah. Pace is always Ooh. more important well, than I line. I can pass that test. Wow. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Uh, David, before we let you go here, yep. so we'll be back in June for yep. the International Junior Masters. Um, if anybody wants to maybe get involved or volunteer or sponsor or anything like that, or maybe just wants in more information about East Aurora, how can they contact? Uh, who would they contact? Contact me. Uh, okay. I've been doing a lot of the membership stuff. We have some exciting yep. things going on right now. Um, way too much to talk about uh, on the radio. I'll, I'll, it's, I'll summarize it. You can try it for a month, correct? You can. Uh, and we're, I've read Facebook, right? Yes. You can. Um, we're very limited on that. I don't know if we have any. We might have one okay. or two more spots available, but it's, uh, it's come out and try <laughs> us and see what you think, um, just to uh, get your feet wet rather than take the plunge. But we're at a, a really good membership level right now. We're looking to finish off our, our, uh, our drive. But uh, as far as International Junior Masters, PGA Junior League membership, just, just call uh, the golf shop at uh, East Aurora.
Okay, excellent. David, thanks again for coming on with us. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Nice to have you here. The PGA Pro here at Easter Road, David Jones with us here on Tee to Green as we roll on here on Masters Week. More on the Masters coming up, and uh, we've got our Tee to Green Club giveaway coming up. But still, uh, we roll on here from Easter Road. Thanks for being with us. Along with PGA Pro Jeff Medes, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel, Derek Kramer back in our Amherst studios. More Tee to Green from East Aurora right after this. No, it's all good. You know, accidents happen. I've had galleries run over me. Um, it's just, <laughs> you know, when you play in front of a lot of people, things happen. You look like a second baseman that was uh, having a double play broken up. Yeah, that's where it goes. Um, but it's all good. <laughs> that's Tiger Woods. A little uh, unfortunate incident during his back nine yesterday with the security guard, but uh, he seems to be okay with it as we welcome you back here to East Aurora Country Club. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medes, Derek Kramer producing. We want to thank PGA Pro David Jones from East Aurora for joining us last segment as we continue on here with our Masters talk. And, boy, Kevin, that could have uh, gone down a real bad path for the Masters event had Tiger actually really gotten injured there. I, I don't think there's a more relieved man in America. Uh, okay. Right. He could end up, was it Bartman from Steve Chicago Bartman. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. The guy from the Cubs. He would have had the to Cubs move. fan. Yeah. That, I mean, that was... That was incredible. You're like, oh my! And you, you saw, you know, you saw Tiger hop in there. You're like, oh no, 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 no. He just tore a tendon in his ankle. Yeah, he's out. right. <laughs> um, that kind of shows where he Tiger's at physically. That he's able to uh, avoid that. Um, how, how brief, you know? Like, I thought it was a, a, a funny comment slash question. You know, it was like a second. Yeah, that's how it goes. Like yeah. you know, yeah, he didn't he, want to make a big deal. Of yeah, it. I yeah, I think he just wanted to move on from it like hey nothing really happened you know this guy listen week in and week out on pj tour events there are um security guards uh policemen that walk with the groups for safety you usually see maybe the officer walking with them what you don't see particularly with tiger and others there are um amongst the gallery mm -hmm. there are people that uh are playing clothes Gotcha. That are there. Yeah. I mean, come on. These, these guys are – they need to be protected. Well, yeah. I remember sitting in on security meetings, you know, the PGA Championship said, okay, just how much security and how much goes on for an event like that is insane that you don't know that's behind that's the right. Yeah. yeah, so I can and imagine they have the got a crowd. PGA yeah. Tour has ex-CIA, ex-FBI people in charge of the stuff. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. And, I mean, let's face it, th that gentleman, the security guard there, was trying to do everything he could to – keep Tiger from having the crowd get near him. He was doing his job. He just yeah. happened to slip because of the rain. The course was it, obviously it, it, wet. Yeah, it was point. an awkward moment. Yeah, right. but <laughs> good thing no one, yeah, all's well that ends. Somebody call Puma or Footjoy and get that man some golf shoes. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, something with a little nub on the bottom, yeah, instead of sneakers. That's right. Well, let's talk about Tiger's golf, though. I mean, he is at minus six. He's one off the lead from the group, and – there's an easy argument to make that he could be clearly the solo leader at this point. Thursday's round, he had three makeable putts inside 10 feet, and he missed them all. Mm -hmm. Yesterday on the back nine, stuck, stuck one to 12 before they had the weather delay, ended up missing that short birdie. It just lipped out. And then he had makeable birdies at 17 and 18, missed them. He didn't seem bothered about it, but, boy, I mean, if any of those could be going in, we'd be talking about him maybe as the solo leader right now. All right, let me ask Jeff this question. Yeah, he's 81st out of 87 golfers inside of 10 feet. Putting. Putting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. However, he made three putts outside of 20 mm -hmm. yesterday. So, uh, you know, you could say, well, that makes up for it. I, I don't think it does. Because you, You'd you like know, to cut those up and use them, you know what I mean? That's correct, yeah, yes. You'd you like know? to cut those lengths up. But – it looks like he's hitting the putts well, though. So it may be, you know, it may not be. If you look, if you feel like you're striping your putts and you're hitting really good putts, you're just not going in, and then you're making some longer ones. Hey, your confidence is still going to be there. I don't feel like he's. It didn't look like he hit terrible putts. You know what I mean? Right. Or, he, or he just ripped it by. He just maybe guessed the speed wrong or, or got something wrong. But they look like good putts. They'll tell players will tell you when you talk to them about putting after the rounds, and Tiger in particular say, "I hit good putts." Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, this is guys with the. The best clutch putter ever, almost. Right? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. And if he feels like he's hitting good putts, that's all that matters, right. right? If he feels he's rolling it well, 
That's all that matters. Uh, he's picking his lines. His pace may be just off, mm-hmm. and that's what most misses you see on the PGA Tour. Either they get the line just a tad wrong or the pace is just a tad off. Or they misread it slightly, and you hit yeah. it down a line, and it doesn't break because it rains, so it's not breaking as much as it did. Um, one of my, my favorite thing to do when I watch these events is to watch the putting. I love watching the putting strokes, especially in these majors, because they have to be so pure to roll the ball on those greens. And, you know, sometimes the best putt in the day you hit was a four-footer. You know, it might be not, you may have made a 40 or 50 footer, but the best butt you hit might have been a four footer downhill left, right, whatever it was. So I think, you know, he doesn't seem shaken by it. He's near the lead. He's got to be buoyed by the fact he hasn't made putts and he's one shot off the lead. There, one of my, one of my, I'll say favorite things, but most interesting things to see when I'm working an event for PGA Tour Radio and you watch a hole, if you're parked at a hole uh, for times where you've watched several groups, you know, Thursday, Friday, you work morning, afternoon. And there'll be whole locations that every player gets it wrong, where and then, then they'll hit they'll hit the putt and they'll just be like, they'll, they'll point to the right or left like how's it go that way and every player does well the, and, and, and so to me but it's like oh that's not that's a bad putt no when, when every player sees a line the right way like they they hit a good putt and they just it, it, they they had the read wrong um, that I find that interesting because. As you mentioned, when you hit good putts, that to me matters more. And I think matters more to the golfer when they know they're stroking it well. It's interesting you said that because I was thinking yesterday, you know, they ask the other players, you know, you go play with a veteran player from the Masters and you want to learn as much as you can about the greens from them. I'd ask the guy who's sitting in the tower on 17 and has been watching those putts <laughs> for the last 20 years because you often hear an announcer say everybody's been missing the short right. Yeah. Nobody's been getting this to the hole. Yeah. And it happens. Right. Um, and, and these are the best players and the best putters in the world. And the guys, these are the best players in the world. And they're putting the best because they're near the lead. You know, who's winning golf tournaments? It's the guy, everybody hits it great, as you know. It's the guys who are making putts. So I'd be, I'd be interested in asking the announcers, hey, what, what does this putt do? That's why Faldo is so good. Oh, he's great. Right? I mean, he is so good. And he was yesterday, even on uh, 18, who's, who, somebody tugged their tee shot and it hit breeze. And he just said, ah, oh, it was um, Jason Day. And he tugged. It, it caught some trees there. You know the the, the, the shot tracer, um, which is really cool technology. I know a couple of people who work that, and they just tell me how how actually you just think, oh, it's automatic. No, there's somebody operating that camera uh, to do that. It's really we get him on the show someday to explain yeah. um, how shot tracer works uh, or top tracer, excuse me. And so it hits a tree, and Feldo's like, oh, that'll be about 170 yards. Like the ball just dropped. Like he doesn't have shot length. They're not measuring. They get up there, Jason Day, 175. I'm like, the guy knows the course inside and out. He knows exactly where every spot is. DeChambeau's putt on 18. He's like, eh, I should be aiming two balls out. And, and he only aimed one, and he yeah. missed it to the right. I'm like, God, he just knows everything. And he knows swings, too. Yes. Yeah, he's been a student of this, the how to propel the ball forward for a very, very long time. Yeah, I, I like listening to Faldo. If you've never uh, – Faldo is – He's a big boy. Wait, he's big, yes. He's like he's probably six two. I thought he was taller. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like it could be six three. I mean, he is a big man, and he's great, great on TV. Yeah, seven forty two here at East Aurora Country Club as we roll on in Tita Green Masters Week. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Uh, we're talking about Tiger here, one off the lead. We shouldn't be and surprised by this, by the way. No, Tiger on the season is sixth in strokes gained, total strokes yeah. gained on the he, PGA Tour. He's been playing great. He's been averaging 300 yards off the tee, even when uh, he hasn't hit driver a, a ton of times. Tigers concentrating on finding fairways and hitting greens. Right. He's I, healthy. We know, yeah, we yeah. know, we know he knows Augusta very well. But here's a stat that I thought was great. We've been talking about how dominant Kepka's been, and Molinari's been on his run. The last 10 major rounds, so that includes the two, obviously this week. The four at last year's PGA and the four at the British, right? This is for Tiger. Yeah, yes. The okay. last ten major rounds, but I'm including the 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 entire world here. The last ten major rounds, the best cumulative score to par in the last ten major rounds. This includes, yeah, the two of the Masters, two of the PGA, the four at the PGA, and the four at the Open. Tiger minus twenty five, tied with Molinari. He's also minus twenty five. Adam Scott minus twenty two, Kepka minus twenty one. So the last 10 major rounds of championship play, hmm. Tiger has the best score to par. But think about it. He was in the lead going to the back nine of the British, so that makes sense. He was dueling with Kepka to try to win the PGA, 
and now he's one off the lead here. So, yes, Molinari won, but he was a little off at the PGA. Kepka won the PGA. He was a little off at the British. But in these last three majors, the last major ten, the last ten rounds, Woods is the best in the world. Twenty five hundred par. The most surprising name there is Adam Scott. Uh, that surprised Adam me. Adam Scott, right? yep. better than Kepka. Shot better than Kepka. Who? I mean, Adam Scott's swing is just Butter. sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> he hits those yeah. long irons oh. as good. Like I remember seeing him at Oak Hill, and he hit off that number nine hole that's so tough at Oak Hill, <laughs> and he hit three iron or four iron, and it just. They're lasers. They're lasers. It was so accurate. Just it couldn't have gone any straighter. And it's so for him to hit like a th- he must have hit a three or a four iron. How smooth he hits. He hits it. You know, like you hit a pitching wedge. Just how smooth it was. Brian, I put up a Twitter poll. What's better looking, Adam Scott swing or Adam Scott? <laughs> I was gonna say my daughters didn't like golf yeah. until they met Adam Scott. You know? <laughs> Ooh, I like him. Ooh. Yeah. He is a handsome fellow. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's right. But, uh, yeah, I would be, I was surprised to see, hear that when you said that in his dad. I mean, he does seem to be, you know, around, but he hasn't been near the top, maybe. So, so. And we talk about Tiger's putting struggles. That shows how good he's been off the tee and with his approaches. He's landing. David talked about where to land the shots here at Augusta. Tiger's done a great job of that. And his, his tee game with his driver, Kev, it, he's been Tiger has never been a perfectly accurate driver of the golf ball yes. through even through right. his heyday. He's very accurate off the tee now. Yes. Yeah. He's well, a good week. It, uh, yes. He, he, comparable he to old Tiger, he's pretty. He's really pretty accurate right now. Well, he's he's worked a lot on getting it right. Yeah. Uh, down it right. You know, in Mexico when I followed him, he I, on, on the golf course there were two holes he hit driver on out of the fourteen that you know there were two. He was hitting driving iron or two iron off the tee a lot just to find the fairway, and he kept himself in contention mm-hmm. doing that. Um, he, he was struggling inside of 10 feet putting again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one hole in particular he missed. He four-putted it. He, he three-putted from inside of five feet. It was, it was just remarkable. Yeah, for a Is guy he, who didn't miss his putt inside of three feet for like four years. Right, yeah. and you know he's back using the old Scotty Cameron putter that he's won so often with. Here's the interesting thing. The last time, last time Tiger Woods won a major. You remember when the last time he won a the major? Torrey Pines, 08. 2008. When's yeah. the last time he won a Masters, Brian? Oh, five. 2005. Uh, yeah, 13, Th- 14 Think about years. that for wow. a second. It's been 2005 since Tiger Woods won the Masters. That I, when I was looking at that the other day, I'm like, that can't be right, but it is. He seems like a completely different player from back then now. He seems like the grizzled veteran now, you know, which he is. I mean, how old is Tiger? 42? 43. 43. 43 years old. Yeah, and he, you know, he's playing a little different game now. And, uh, you know, it seems like as they get older, the putting maybe isn't always as sharp, but you catch him, catch catch fire once in a while. Um, he's had a lot of – seen a lot of putts go in. He's seen a lot of putts not go in, but um, – He's going to make for great TV this weekend. Just to have him near the lead is going to be awesome. Well, we never we don't we don't talk about his wedge game anymore, right? His short game. No, because it's optimum. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. I mean, he's just incredible. He was struggling for a while in the middle there with some chips and yeah. fat and stuff. Not anymore. But one of the most the the most iconic highlight of Tiger Woods at the Masters was the chipping on sixteen. That's right. Mm-hmm. The swoosh hanging right on the cup, and then boop, yes. drops yeah. right in. Nike yeah. loved that for that commercial. Oh, I my mean, gosh. But <laughs> just, you know, just an, an incredible shot. I mean, that's that's there. There's Phil's jump, right? I mean, those yeah. are. Well, Phil's jump was kind of funny in a way, though. Well, <laughs> He's turned it into a brand, though. Yes, he's turned, he is. He's yes. turned it into a brand. Um, but, you know, that's his master's moment, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Tiger's chip in, uh, just phenomenal. And, and Jack I mean, in 86. Jack in 86, Yes, the, the the putt, the on, yeah. and the, the, the maybe, I mean, just yes, unbelievable. Sir. Yes, sir. Vern Lundquist on that. That was um, great. Yeah, which I, I I said that once. I've maybe said it twice, and I hated myself for saying it. But that, I feel it's kind of a homage to Vern Lundquist. If someone makes a big yeah, yeah, yes, sir, that's big. Um, which by the way, Ben was it Ben Wright who said it originally? Did you guys know this? No, this was on a yeah. Ben Wright said yes, sir. I, I think it was Ben Wright who said it. Um, or it was it Ben. British announcer, it might have been Ben Wright, said it ahead of Vern. Vern didn't know, like, Vern had hurt, like, afterwards he's like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't intentionally steal his line. Yeah. It just, you know, maybe it, it was said, it was said earlier that day in the broadcast. That was all. Like, That's it what was, it was? Yeah, it happened That's earlier, right. and maybe it's just kind of like, oh, yes, sir, it feels like it fits here. And it fit, and so Vern had this incredible highlight, right? <laughs> and the guy said it for didn't. That's, That's right. how it works sometimes. And Vern's still working, even though he's retired from all of his 
college football and college basketball, he still does the 16th. So that's it's good yeah. to hear him on the broadcast. All right, we got to take a timeout here. 7:49. We're live at East Aurora Country Club. Beautiful day. The sun peeking through here as we overlook the patio and the 18th green. Beautiful morning. That's play. right. Beautiful wow. day. Absolutely. More Masters talk as we roll on here on Tee to Green. We've got our Tee to Green Club giveaway coming up. And uh, we'll, of course, break down everything you need to know about today's third round. With PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel. More Tee to Green live at East Aurora Country Club right after this on WGR. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, brought to you by Encore Golf, Buffalo's Golf Ball, and by Donald Ross, the world's finest golf apparel, and by New Era Golf, headwear engineered to perform that never sacrifices style. Everything pretty much off the tee, hit the ball well, hit some quality iron shots, and when I miss the greens, I miss them in the right spot, uh, and hold a couple of nice spots. So, you know, a good day all around. Francesco Molinari there, one of the leaders at the top of the Masters as we check our PGA Tour leaderboard. Molinari, one of five at minus seven. Molinari, Jason Day, Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott, Louis Ustazen, all at minus seven. Four golfers are one back, including Dustin Johnson, uh, Justin Harding, Xander Schauffele, and Tiger Woods. The group at five under includes, nice names here, Poulter and Rahm, the four-under group, including Mickelson and Kucher. And don't forget about the guys at three-under. They're only four back with two rounds to go. You've still got DeChambeau there. Justin Thomas has quietly worked his way in there. He's at minus three. Tony Finau, who seems to be a guy that is now a guy that likes this course. He had a good year last year playing on one ankle. He's at three-under. See the booty war for the par three? That's right. He put it on. That was funny. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Ricky Fowler quietly hanging around too he is at minus three uh the names coming into the week that maybe we thought of uh that could contend by the way i thought jordan speak was on his way to missing the cut he had a terrible thursday came back with a great day yesterday he's at minus one so he's around the defending champion patrick reed is at minus one uh two-time masters champ bubba watson is at even that puts him in a tie for 36 also even is Rory McIlroy, who was the betting favorite coming in. So it, here's the uh, interesting thing you're going to see today, right? Um, was it Ricky Fowler's like a 12.45-ish tee time at his three under bar. Large field today, right, because of, yeah. of the way the cut works? Six, yes. 65 players, the yep. most in, they said, in the modern time of the Masters. Ten, shot, yeah. ten shot rule in effect. So you have Ricky Fowler, 12.45 going up. I'm going to use him as an example. He's minus three. He's four back, right, of the lead at minus seven. That's within range for oh. sure, and you have so because you have so many players on there. It'd be interesting to me to see how the three unders how aggressively they play because we're we're talking before when David Jones you can't play all that aggressive at Augusta National. It, it's a difficult place to play, but you have to make some sort of move because you There's know so many the, players right yeah, now. Right. Yeah, the, the guys at six and seven. Like if you don't birdie the par fives today, if you're at three under par. You are giving a shot away to the field, uh, for sure. You have to birdie the par fives today. You just have to because you have to assume the leaders Which are going to. Which puts a lot of pressure on the tee shot on those holes. Absolutely. It feels like 13. If you get it in the fairway, that's a four. Yeah, you should right. make four yes. 95% of the time. And uh, same thing on 15. Uh, 15 is a little harder to hit 15, I think, is the the one you, you most often see. 8 and 15, right, the most the ones you most often see the pars at. You've got to bur- – two and if you don't birdie 2 and 13, it's like you bogey the hole. Yeah, two's two's a, a layup for those guys. Yes. I feel like you hit a decent drive and they're they're on there in two, no yeah. problem. And, right. and, and same with 14. 14, if you hit the tee shot well, everybody's – and, and getting it, near the surface. And it's two. funny. We can talk about the Masters hole by hole. Everybody knows every hole at the Masters. That's what's really cool. Um, every year you get to watch these guys go play these holes. The fourth hole, that par three, they had it playing really short yesterday, 178 yards. Yes. That's one of the hardest par threes I've ever seen to par, and they made that nice and easy yesterday. But by the way, it may look different on television. Uh, first time they've let uh, spectators and patrons down the right side and behind the green. On four. Yeah, yeah, that's new this year because yep. they did it because they moved the 50 back 40 yards. Can they so, go on the right side of five? Because you couldn't do that before, I don't think. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because the yeah. tee box got – no, no, they couldn't because that would be where it is. Okay. They, so they moved that tee box back. They had more room to put uh, oh, patrons okay. there. 
um, so they can uh, watch the event. Um, no, you know what? We got to take a break, right? Yeah, I just want to yeah. throw this little nugget in here before we go to break. Uh, so we mentioned Rory was the betting favorite coming in. He and Dustin Johnson were tied. Uh, Tiger was not, but there was an interesting bet placed that some of the uh, people in Vegas had to maybe change Tiger's odds coming in. Um, uh, two weeks before the tournament, um, an unknown better came in and put an $86,000 bet on Tiger to win at 12 to 1. Jeez. At 12 to 1. Wow. So, I mean, you're looking. That's disposable income right there. That's right. So, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and do that. Do 86,000 times 12. Where did the 86 come from? Yeah, what happened right. to 80 or 90? So well, you can figure out. 12, right? You had to have the multiple in there. Right. So figure out how big of a, of a payday that's going to be. But what if you're that guy right now? Now, we know how modern technology works now. There actually is a site where you can now sell that ticket and try to make a profit off it. Uh-huh. I saw it quite a bit. People were betting Texas Tech to win the national championship at like 30 to 1. You know, you're a Texas Tech alum. You threw 1000 bucks on it maybe back in October or 100 bucks on it back in October, yeah. and it was paying huge. So people were saying, well, you know, if you threw 1000 bucks and it's 300 grand for Texas Tech, they were 30 to 1. Uh, so people were selling it for like a hundred grand, saying, "Well, I'll guarantee myself money." And it's um, who was buying it's like that a prop for hundred grand? It's a prop exchange. Wow! So you, they have this site now that you have, you have a bet out there. You place it as it starts to maybe look better and better. You can sell it on this site, and it's it's called a, it's a prop exchange that's, site. That's further so somebody per- can buy it off you, and then so you, what does eighty six thousand dollar bet for Tiger to win at twelve to one sell for on that prop exchange? Well, that's right. what I'm wondering. If you were, I mean, if if you it's are still early, it's still early. I mean, there's thirty this guy halfway with it. through the tournament. So right now, True. if Tiger were to win, he you'd get a million bucks, one point oh three million. Yeah. So it it's what I'm saying is if you have that bet for eighty six thousand, what are you selling? What is making you say yes right now? It has to be a half you? a million or three three hundred grand or something at that point. Yeah, because if you can spend eighty six grand on a on a bet, if you have eight, not, if you have dis- disposable eighty six, yeah. you're probably wanting to let. This I might run. hang on. Darn to right. It. Just, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was what I was going to say. I'm like, wait, wait a second here. If I might got, let it ride. If you got yeah. eighty six grand to place down on a bet, you're, like, you're waiting to see that to the finish. You don't. You're not yeah. needing the money. You didn't take out a second mortgage to place the bet. Is I guess. But like you said, here. there is a long way to go. It's only halfway. So yeah. yeah. But it's pretty tempting right. Now, I'd love to be in his position. All right, hey, coming up uh, at next hour, we're going to have our, our TD Green Club giveaway, the Hook and Gaff uh, watch. We're going to give that away on our Facebook Live. We'll do that during a break. We'll announce the winner on the air, but uh, that drawing will happen on our Facebook Live feed, the TD Green page on Facebook. Also, we got to talk about Zach Johnson's tee shot in 13 yesterday. Yes, that's coming up next yes. hour, too. Got to do that. That wasn't his tee shot. Correct. Programming note. Tease, Jeff. I know. That's right. We... Uh, it is 8 o'clock now, and I know some of you might be turning in, looking to uh, hearing from sports investors. We as, just as told we, them. Yeah, as we, we talked about, about the bet. Right. right, as we're talking about betting here. Because of our two-hour golf show here today, uh, with it being Masters Week, Sports Investors is going to air immediately after our show on WGR from 9 to 10. So, again, Sports Investors, for those of you tuning in for that here at 8, uh, it'll air from 9 to 10, and uh, that'll come right after TD Green. You get an extra hour of us here as it's Masters Week. We're live at East Aurora Country Club more coming up. We'll talk about Zach Johnson, our Tee to Green Club giveaway. We'll, of course, see if we need to adjust our picks from last week as we roll on here from East Aurora. Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro, Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel, Derek Kramer producing. Thanks for being with us. Another hour of Tee to Green. More Masters Cup talk coming up right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.